Hi, I'm your host, Susan Nay. Welcome to the podcast series, HR Inside Out. It's a series designed to help you demystify HR and the human resource processes. We're going to talk about people management and get the goods on and see how all this stuff works. You're going to hear from everyday heroes and get their perspectives as we touch on a wide variety of topics, topics that impact us in our work and in our work environments. You'll find nuggets for your treasure chest of learning. Hopefully you'll discover insights for your personal and your professional growth. I'm glad you're here. I suspect it's because you want to be the very best version of yourself, your personal best, and that you get understanding these systems and processes will help you on your journey, on your path. You ready to dare to soar? Want to join me at flight school? Let's do this. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, welcome to the podcast series HR Inside Out. I'm your host, Susan Nay, and I'm excited to be with Cheryl Brewster, my very good friend and colleague, and we're going to be talking about finding joy in our lives and learning more about her journey in modeling this and the work that she's doing, repurposing her own work and rebranding as the good pirate. Encouraging, and I use the quote from her, marketing, following your creativity into your zone of genius. I matey. <laughs> Let's set sail. Cheryl, welcome. And I'd love to start by you just telling us a little bit more about this journey and why you're doing the work that you're doing. Thank you, Susan. It's always so much fun to spend time with you. <laughs> yes, we are both uh, good pirates together. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I truly believe that as we do reach out into our zone of genius. That's where the the magic of life happens. So in my journey, uh, I enjoyed a, a really wonderful, successful career in the corporate world. But there was something that kept calling me that that there was um, there was something more I was meant to do and and to to use the gifts that I had, which is really connecting with people, speaking and and encouraging and inspiring. So I went through a real journey of self discovery. And the willingness to listen to this intuitive call, the willingness to make it the most important thing in my life. So I did leave the corporate world, established the intuitive life way back in 2004. And over the years, uh, taught intuitive development and um, worked with individuals, giving them intuitive readings that gave them insight from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. so it was super powerful and it was really exciting, rewarding work because it, it touched into places that people didn't necessarily see for themselves. And because we all have an inner zone of genius, we can overlook it because it's, uh, it's something we take for granted. It's effortless. So over the course of the years, as I developed my, my business and morphed it into teaching and to became ordained as a minister of metaphysics and then took NLP training and time life therapy training, which I loved because it it provides a structure for, for my clients to understand the infrastructure of the soul, why we're here, and we're here to live the joy of our lives by being in our creative genius. And so it's a real journey of self-discovery. 
And because it's so close to us, we can't always see it, which is why intuitive readings are important. Intuitive development is important. And then this whole idea of timeline where you begin to go into past experiences, past emotions, past memories, and be able to take the learning and drop any of the negative emotion or trauma that can be associated along the way. So uh, over the course of many years, as I develop this and refine this, what's really exciting now is the, the change I find myself in, the transformation I find myself in is, is the, the gift and the strength that I offer my clients, which is there is safety in going into the uncertainty. And there are vast resources of inner strengths and talents that you have that can only emerge as you're willing to take the risk to step into the unknown. So it's, uh, as I quote Helen Keller, life is a daring adventure or nothing at all. And, uh, and, and yeah, and I've watched you take that giant leap into a daring adventure and uh, continue to create and recreate. And, and you do it with magic. Uh, it's lovely. Hey, before I forget, NLP, can you just yeah. explain for our listeners what NLP is? Sure. sure, yeah. Neuro-linguistic programming, it's something that's been around for years. And basically the neuro relating to the way the mind, the brain functions, that, 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 that communication that takes place inside, linguistic, the thoughts that we're telling ourselves, and most of it is unconscious. So what we're with NLP, with timeline therapy, what we're doing is really tapping deep into the subconscious. That's the only place true change and learning happens. And it's such a good fit for the, the, the intuitive readings that I do and the mentorship, because you are delving deep into the subconscious and yet there's this direct connection with the superconscious as well. So as we, as we bridge all of these worlds, they are one and complete, but our capacity to touch them, to integrate them is what's so powerful and so transformative. So the clients that I work with, for example, in, in working with uh, especially business people and entrepreneurs where there's heavy duty, you know, there's heavy duty stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And, and so to be able to go into this place inside of you to be quiet and still and to allow this space for creativity to land. And as you know, the fight, flight, freeze, you know, mm -hmm. and the amygdala. Oh, the little, the little yeah. voices in our head, all the stuff that, that takes us out so easily just getting to the root of what, what that is. And you do everything you do with fun. And I want to, if, if I may, I want to start taking us there. Um, you used a quote in your marketing. It was by poet Mary Oliver. What will you do with the one wild, precious life? A big question. I know that you're modeling this by just going big. You know, what is it? Go big or go home. You're, you're definitely going big. You're not going home. Um, you've used the good pirate. And, and I think that's part of your magic, but it's, it's part of your rebranding and the fun. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about, because I know you've, you've rebranded a number of times as, you're, as you've grown 
and you have listened to your intuition about um, how how you can differently offer um, the gifts that you have to the world. Um, I've just I've watched you continue to take uh, new training like the NLP quite recently, mm -hmm. choosing to become an ordained minister. Thank you because you married me, uh, <laughs> and I, not just me. Um, it's been wonderful to watch as you've listened to yourself to your own inner uh, callings, um, including this, la this last one about the choice of the good pirate. And pirates don't normally come with good attached to them other than, um, <laughs> of course, the pirates of the Caribbean and some of the fun that we had with dreadlocks and, and um, um, interesting other interesting characters. So a little bit more about that and then why this particular uh, round right now. Well, I have an incredible story to tell you. So way back in the day when I was struggling with this idea of leaving corporate and going, oh, uh, I kept seeing um, Captain Morgan from, from the rum. <laughs> Wherever I looked, there he'd be on the billboard of a you know, like a bus going by. And it was like, why do I keep seeing this pirate? And it was like, oh, okay, it's the courage to break the rules. Go for it. Go for what you really, really want. So that's how I interpreted that. So I... Uh, I really took um, that to heart. We all have synchronicity that comes along to say, yes, you're on the right path. The, the, the reason I call it the good pirate is because I believe that especially now with everything that's happening in the world, this the good pirate represents the reclaiming of the power that we lost, either that was taken away from us or the reclaiming of that inner treasure chest buried deep inside mm -hmm. which which again is dropping the conditioning and the limiting beliefs that say um who am i to do this who am i to follow my dreams and uh you know our past conditioning and beliefs we we tend to um play it safe and we tend to equate financial security with struggle or hard work mm -hmm. and i my experience has been that when i follow my joy that is when life is in flow it's it's mm -hmm. so i have a phrase have fun to get more done and that's breaking the rules because again we have this really uh, deep puritan work ethic that it has to be a certain way mm -hmm. and so so this effortlessness our genius within each of us it's natural it's it flows it doesn't push the river mm -hmm. and so the good pirate really represents to be in alignment with harmony to be in alignment with uh, with well-being to be in harmony with health and to be in harmony with the natural abundance that occurs and to retrieve where we've lost that ability to be at peace or to be empowered, especially when difficulty does come along. And, you know, we're more than willing to do the hard work. We have done the hard work. What if, what if the hard work now is letting go of it needing to be so difficult? What if there is an intelligence with inside of us that is speaking to every one of us saying, let go and 
and let your authentic self come out. It knows the way. So, yeah, yeah. I've just finished reading um, a book that talked about how important those challenging times are to us, right? Mm -hmm. That those those rough seas about um, really looking at them differently, the building of resilience, the you know looking for the lessons um, and moving forward from those um, in a positive way. Now, often it's one thing to be looking inside, but I know something that's often missing from a lot of the training that, that I've taken is the how. Mm-hmm. And and you you note that the how can only be found, of course, outside the box of the thinking mind. Mm-hmm. And you talk about your three eyes of intuition, which we've talked about, imagination. And you know, as I'm for our listeners, I'm we're recording this on a Zoom call and I'm looking at this pirate hat <laughs> <laughs> to, to Cheryl's <laughs> left, to my right. Um, uh, and integration. So can you tell us a little bit about how you see those three eyes working in the, in, in the, how we move forward positively, bringing more joy and fun and excitement? I love that question. It's the how, and, and that's, that's what I love to do. And it's what I'm really, really good at, which is helping my clients go through the experience of opening up to their imagination more. What could it be like? And what, what moves your soul? What, what makes you come alive? What keeps you that way? What, what is it inside of you that, that when you wake up in the morning, you're excited to start your day that uh, you've, you've got something that's so big so the integration is pay attention to that. And the integration is be willing to the to be in the process of all of your life going well. So I talk about um, the upper limit problem that Gay Hendricks refers to in his book, The Big Leap, which was a huge influence on my life because it's the willingness to let go and to allow a greater well-being to be our most pervasive mindset so i've um i've I've come up with a pirate code called the prosperity codes of joy and there's 12 different codes and the one in particular that really speaks to this whole idea of intuition intuition imagination and integration Mm -hmm. is is that life happens for you not to you and so uh finding your joy code, creating your joy code is a practice that happens over time. And we are undoing ourselves from the conditioning of the mind that Mm -hmm. says, okay, this happened. Oh my, here I go off, off, off into the, you know, (laughs) that swirling mass of the amygdala. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so the combination of the three is also one of the codes of joy is the pain joy paradox is that yes this this might be difficult but it's worth it i'm creating something here that's really really good so a big part of this is being mindful that there's something wonderful important and amazing that is being created and how do we stay in that energy like how do we keep that going 
So that's what those prosperity codes of joy are about. It's the how. And one of the uh, one of the most um, powerful ways of doing that, and again, it's so easy to take for granted, is to use the breath. Because I like, I think it's Fritz Perls who said um, that excitement is, our fear is simply excitement without the breath. Mm. So in, in choosing the good pirate, it's like, as soon as we go into courage, and so I, I teach, okay, you guys, it's the, <laughs> it's the pirate cheer. As soon as you go into courage, things change. There's an energy field you have access to that you didn't before. So it's like the R. So in, in NLP, you learn how to anchor. And, and it's like, R, yes. So here's my new anchor. I'm going to go forward with courage. And I'm going to go forward with this sense of adventure that does create the results that are important to me. And, and that's this intrinsic genius inside of us. So that's why I get so excited about Embrace Your Inner Pirate, because it is the one that will break the rules of conformity. It is the one that will go into imagination, and it's only in imagination that will we, we will find this new way of looking at life and the courage to move forward, even in the uncertainty. And let's face it, every single one of us, we're always going to be learning and growing. So let's have more fun with this. As I listen to you, I, I think of other training I've taken where, you know, all of a sudden we we're told to just stand up and go, yes. Yeah. Really, that's what you're talking about yes. is, is just you you change your energy. It's, it's when you, you know, smile as opposed to frown that our, our subconscious doesn't know that we may be having a really terrible day. But when we put a smile on our face, like our body goes, oh, smile. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff that happens within us that what you're you're saying is that once we become more conscious of it, then we have more control over the mindset and the how we're allowing ourselves to respond to situations and um, and I'm going to get more into those joy codes a little bit further on in the podcast because there's a few mm -hmm. few other ones that I wanted to ask you about. You often refer to architecture typal energies and perhaps what you could do is give us a little bit of an example of what archetypal energies are because the pirate energy is definitely one of those and are they the same for every one of us or do we all have different are do we draw on different archetypal energies um yeah just a little bit more on on because that's part of this pirate theme that that you're working with so archetypal energies are pre-existing uh, primordial energies that have always existed, that were born into them and they flow through us. And there are certain ones that we will work with throughout our lives. And there are also different stages of these archetypal energies. For example, the child and then and then the the from zero to seven will have the archetypal energy of the orphan. So there's a whole myriad of archetypes. But what's exciting is that there will be certain ones that will speak to us individually. Okay. So an archetypal energy represents something that we can all relate to no matter what age or culture we live in. And so they're representational. They represent something of deep meaning that is common for everyone. So 
I, I look at the good pirate archetype as being very much represented by people like Gandhi, people like Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, Christ, all these examples of people who took a stand for something mm -hmm. greater than what the, the um, social conditioning of the day demanded. So, <laughs> yes. so we all have these within us, flowing through us, and you'll know which ones are, are speaking to you by, I want to say, the flavor or the nuance. So, for example, uh, the good mother, Mother Earth, G Gaia, and each one will, they're, they're like muses. They will land on you. They will speak to you. And that's what happened to me. And it happens to all of us. Mm -hmm. So this becomes very exciting because the world is going through massive transition right now. Yes. And as we all pay attention, I believe that we are all kind of coming together. We're creating business in a new way of doing business. And in at the end of the day, each one of us um, uh, will have the opportunity to say, did I did I live my life in the way that has me leaving this world feeling fully satisfied? That calling. And certainly when you when you reference people like Gandhi and, and Christ, they were obviously listening to what they were supposed to be doing, <laughs> something that was they were passionate about and and they took risks. Yes. And yes, they weren't necessarily, um, well, when each of their journeys were not, were not easy ones when, with any of the individuals that you've just cited, um, but they did it anyways. Exactly. And that, and, and so there's a real joy piece here and a real representation here of it's worth the effort. It's worth the letting go. Um, it, the, you know, and, and, and it becomes easier. The more we do this, it does become easier. And, and I, I believe that's the reward and that's the excitement. It's, it's that, that place of, wow, I get to live my life from this, this place of wonder and awe. I get to live my life enjoying it. And, and so it's that courage to live life that way. And, and also the how of sustaining it. And we're all in this together. We're all learning. We're all growing. And now more than ever uh, in, in my training, when I'm teaching and mentoring, I talk about the, the, um, the book Power Versus Force and the scale of consciousness and the scale of emotions. And that it's very important for us all to recognize that when we are living in our zone of genius, whatever that is for you, that is the highest contribution you can make to the world at this time. And so there's a, a calling of adventure. I will live the adventure of my life. And for some people that's out there, you know, on the stage speaking to the masses and for others, no, it's the anonymous, it's the quiet, it's doing their part. And uh, I was just, in Pemberton yesterday at the sunflower field. And I thought, wow, to walk in a field of sunflowers was the most incredible experience. And here's someone in their 
simple way, <laughs> um, being a demonstration of joy. Mm -hmm. Doing, you know, and it, it. I think this is important to talk about. What are you doing in your own way that you are living your joy? Because that is what the world needs right now. And so having the courage to maybe let go of what you thought that was and instead dig down deep and go into that quiet and that reflection and come out the other side going, oh, that's it, because that's what's unshakable. And, and that's why integration is so important. If we don't take time, we're not building on a solid foundation that holds us. And so and it, this becomes it, so exciting. It does take time. It does. And it, it takes things like being in the middle of a sunflower field. And you're right, where the world is really in a substantive transition. I also see a lot of the boomers who mm -hmm. are choosing to retire um, and asking those questions. Um, I'm reading a lot of books on retirement and and we're calling it Act Three because we have, you know, we're very blessed to, for many of us, have a, a number more years still to live and an opportunity to actually discover, to go back and to play and to use our imaginations and recreate ourselves um perhaps more in alignment yes. with what who we really are yes. as opposed to as you uh, referred to as you know the, the other influences in our life um about who we became a career path that we followed and so it's really exciting but it's also quite frightening and i talk to lots of people who don't know where to start mm -hmm. you know it's it's if you've not made the time for reflection, if you've not taken those those opportunities to walk a labyrinth or, you know, contemplate by just throwing a towel down at the beach and listening to the waves, um, of, of whatever that looks like for you, uh, starting the journey of, of figuring that out. Uh, I know it's it's a journey that that I've been on, and um, it's been wonderful to actually watch you. Uh, not only be on the journey, but do something about it. You know, I'm so grateful for that, Susan, because it it, it did and continues to take tremendous courage. And I'm just really grateful that I live in a time and a period of history that invites this, that supports it. Mm -hmm. And yes, especially for those in their third act, you know, I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and business people, and I work with a lot of people who are in that third act and going, okay, what's the meaning of my life? I've come this far and I have no idea. I have no clue. And um, the, the really courageous piece for me was to follow where my joy led me, to follow this creativity. And we're always going to be growing. We, we will never stay static. If, if we do, that's painful. That hurts. Mm -hmm. So it, I, I believe that it doesn't matter how successful we are or have been in the past. There will always be something new. So that reflective time is very courageous. 
the time to be still one of one of my favorite authors and i could so relate to what he said said there's terror in finding freedom because all of a sudden it's like whoa and it's like well isn't it nice to to actually hear people talk about that i think what you've been talking about is some of the other prosperity codes of joy i would have called that ferocious faith and just <laughs> yeah. for for her listeners i'm going to just share the 12 one break the rules to celebrate your progress and that makes so much sense uh, we we are not good at at patting ourselves on the back when we've actually accomplished something three anchor your best Four, life happens for you not to you and we talked about that earlier five be the captain of your soul and we <laughs> talked about that one six treasure and open mind and i want to i'm going to ask you about that one in a few minutes taking that mindful minute pause and we've been just talking about how important that is ferocious faith which is really about just keep going this is good you need to be doing this walk the plank ego is number nine and that's not another one would be interesting to talk about 10 dare to shine because a lot of it is is again that that internal stuff that stops us 11, harness the joy pain paradox, which we talked about at the beginning of the podcast and 12 connection, um, how important it is to do this together. Um, and often to the need to work with someone um, because it is tough to be doing this on our own. So um, what about these, these last two? The treasure and open mind. Mm. A couple of minutes on that. Yeah, that one is one of my favorites. So we have within us um, what's called either closed mind or open mind perspective. Closed mind is only concerned about results. It's also uh, concerned about um, performance, all or nothing. And also concerned about image, like, mm. oh, you know, I messed up. Oh, I, I didn't do that right. Whereas the open mind is more interested in learning. What's the learning that came as a result of that particular mistake? So break the rules is, hey, mistakes have gold in them. So let's look for the learning because it's all about growth and improvement. However, this is where the saboteur and the, uh, the procrastination and, and the fear of moving forward really come in. Like it's, it's embedded in us. And so, <laughs> so when we can, uh, and this is the how, the how that I love to teach is, it's a process of looking at things differently. It's a process of letting go. And it's also a process of getting very excited about what is possible and anchoring that in because your best will differ from day to day. Mm -hmm. Your best when you're totally, you know, in your zone will be one thing. But if there's another day where maybe you're not feeling so good, maybe you're fighting a physical illness, but you still have to produce your best will look very different. And, and this is the key when we do our best and we do it for just 15 minutes at a time, that's what keeps us in our zone of genius. Mm -hmm. And there's a piece here that I incorporate into my work, which, which is the spiritual side and which is very near and dear to my heart because 
as we embrace spirituality in everything that we do. So spirituality uh, is defined as our values and our relationship with this inner genius inside. This inner genius that is connected to all that is, whatever name we assign to that, there is a consciousness and a power at work here that holds us. And as we let go of um, insisting that we do things the hard way or the things that take us out, that, that's not in harmony. You know, one last piece that I, I think is really important to include in this, part of being a good pirate is, um, I, I love um, Helen Keller who said, you know, and, and let's face it, I think there's a lot of overwhelm going on in the world today, which is why <laughs> great courage is required. I will live in, in the truth of my own being. And one of the things that inspire me when it gets hard is these inner muses we have. Mine happens to be the good pirate. What's yours? You have an inner muse. And Helen Keller represents for me the quiet voice of intuition. And one of the things she said, I'm only one person. I can't do everything, but I will not refuse to do the one thing I can do. Mm, I love it. And that is enough to do the one thing that we can do. So part of breaking the rules is actually believing that. And especially with social media and all this other stuff, it's like, wait a minute. I will center on that one thing. And that is being a good pirate because it's breaking the rules of conformity and going, my, my appreciation of this moment is the creativity that will move through me and is the courage that will help me do the, the one thing that I can do. I think it actually talks about the, the walk, the plank ego. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have to. Can I talk about humor for one minute? Oh, because, absolutely. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so I have this vision of, okay, walk the plank ego. And it's like, no, you're not in charge of me. I am. And so I use a lot of humor. I think, I think that humor helps to break the grip of the ego. So, so I have a nickname for, for, for ego when it comes up the critical voice. And I just, I just call it numb nuts. Not now. Numb nuts. It's just like, <laughs> Oh, it's, so, so, it's so funny because I'm going walk the plank, walk the plank ego, thinking how it takes us out, right? Exactly. Where we use like walk the plank ego, <laughs> which I like so much better. Hey, I'm going to, uh, one of the questions I was going to ask you about, because I'm just watching our time, is that um, when you talk about doing this personal work, there are benefits and you list them on your uh, marketing as increased revenue being able to take to use the obstacles that appear in our lives rather than allowing them to take us out, uh, creating our legacies, operating from a bigger perspective, creating peak states, and that anchoring spiritual awakening. So it is very much part of one of the, of, of the many benefits of, of actually bringing more joy into your life and, and um, working with people such as yourself in getting to that state. So being a good pirate is really kind of the Robin Hood version of piracy where um, 
it sounds as though that spiritual awakening awakening and is the the plundering that we do to ourselves where we steal from ourselves the potential of that happiness and that fun and that lightness um that joy that we we have the capability of, of finding and of bringing all those wonderful benefits to our life have i got that right it's it's that's brilliant i i love that i call it the robin hood of the high seas oh perfect right where where uh, and there's a story that goes with this so going back to um my original story of captain morgan through the years uh i i became fascinated with with this interplay of of that particular archetypal energy so i studied him and yes he he he, he did start out as this this uh this ruthless pirate and had his buccaneers that were with him and he eventually uh evolved himself and became the governor i believe it was of the bahamas mm. and became highly respected and was very very effective at creating you know order and, and growing the community and flourishing it so he became highly respected and <laughs> and uh and the story goes that that when he died and they interned him that at some point years later, this huge wave came in and came in and took the cemetery out to sea. I thought and you were going to tell me it, they found him pickled in rum. <laughs> <laughs> and and then uh, the the you know the synchronicity of all of this is I was speaking with someone and and uh, they said, well, you know, I I uh, my family uh, comes from the Morgans. And so it was just a beautiful synchronicity. And, and for me, just a very time, the, the way this is all tied together, where, you know, back in the day, I started out, have the courage, and then to actually talk to somebody and say, wow, you know. I just, I love the fun. Like you make it fun. Mm -hmm. You make it easy. You make it fun. You bring humor in. Um, I, I just, I love the laughter and the magic. Um, it, this doesn't have to be, it is tough stuff, but it doesn't have to be an onerous process. And um, it's, yeah, just a really good reminder watching you and the work that you do um, and the, the results that, that I know you get from people that uh, I also know who, who work with you. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I felt quite timely to, to talk about this. Because um, as we shared, there are a lot of people that are sort of reassessing where am I at and looking for that joy in their lives, um, starting to wonder about um, is is this all there is, and you know who am I really? And I just I love the work that you do, Cheryl. Before we end the podcast, um, I love your stories. Is there anything else that you could share with us or a, a nugget from that treasure chest? <laughs> Our maybe yes, there is. If you happen to be listening to this podcast right now, it has come into your life at a very crucial time. It has come as an invitation to say, what will you do with your one wild and precious life? So I invite you, if that intrigues you, get a hold of me. I want to talk to you because none of us does this work alone. And this is how we, we create community. You know, one of, 
one of the very important codes is connection. None of us does this work alone. And, and I want to create a movement of good pirates where we all come together and saying, Ara, I will do my part, which is <laughs> to, to, to live the humor, to live the joy, to live the creativity inside me and be willing to explore and, and really bring this freshness. This is the innovation that we all need right now. Families, business, communities, nations. And kudos to you for the work you do with your podcasts. I, I love what you're doing in terms of creating new insights of how to be more effective in the world. And, you know, um, it's, it's that combination of perseverance and commitment to what's most important. Yeah. Well, I love that you... I think on a monthly basis, offer uh, kind of an introduction um, yes. where you gather a group together and talk a little bit about the inner pirate and some of the work that you do. And anyone interested in working further with you, you, of course, have programs. And for our listeners, I will absolutely um, put Cheryl's contact information and encourage you to join in on one of those calls and get a little little piece of Cheryl yourself and then you can make your own decision. But certainly the encouragement is to, um, to do this work. A final quote from you before we set sail. The most important and daring decision you will ever make is to live the power of your joy. Be a good pirate. So be a good pirate dare to soar, tackle those sometimes turbulent seas, because we believe you can. Cheryl, thank you for making the time to be with us today to uh, share a little bit about you and the work that you're doing. And uh, <laughs> hopefully to have at least put a smile on our <laughs> listeners' faces uh, and a few giggles with us uh, on our journey today. Thank Thanks. you, Susan. Thank you, everybody. Uh, it's Susan and Cheryl signing out. Uh, thanks for being with us and have a fabulous day. Arr. <laughs> Arr. <laughs> Bye for now. Well, we've reached our destination for today. Time to lower those wheels and prepare for landing. Thank you for joining me. If I said something that resonated with you, please subscribe to the podcast and to share it with others. It would be awesome if you also took the time to provide a review or whatever your favorite social media sites are. If you have a question or an area that you hope I'll cover in a future session, please send me a note either to my website, www.effectingchangefromwithin.com or to my email, susangene at gmail.com. I look forward to our next time together. In the meantime, soar high. I believe you can. Susan signing off. Thanks again for joining me.